Yo, first time in Teddy Roosevelt Show history, we are having an emergency stop everything and hit record podcast on a Saturday night, folks. Special Saturday night treat. It's 9.27 p.m. Central Time here in Austin, Texas. And Teddy Roosevelt Show, streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and I'm proud to announce for the first time, first day, it's up on iHeartRadio. I'll have the Freshy Fresh links um, up on my Substack. but we've got a major announcement tonight, folks, uh, loyal listeners of the Teddy Roosevelt Show, coast to coast, from Philadelphia to Phoenix, been, appreciate the, uh, the feedback, uh, my friends out there in Teddy Roosevelt land. Um, we usually cover world and national topics with a little touch of Texas, but we're doing a big old Texas ads announcement right now with a announcement of a brand new website, austintexastimes.com. That's right. Austintexastimes.com. Teddy is a one man wrecking crew. I'm not the best WordPress guy. If you know WordPress skills, hit me up. I'm on Twitter at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. Um, but I think I did a decent job. You know, people who live down here in Austin, and there are a lot of people who do listen down here in Austin, we got to give a shout out to Blue Canaries here in an undisclosed bunker in Central Texas for contributing the biggest analytic boost in Teddy Roosevelt history. Thank you so much, Blue, for coming on the show the last couple times. Um, but folks in Austin, Texas know it's been about two years. Last August, or two Augusts ago, um, August 2020, it was really after five months of COVID, four months of COVID, when I really started getting um, vocal on Austin Twitter about the lockdown, the stages, social distancing, the hypocrisy with events getting canceled. Austin FC could play packed houses with not a peep. They were canceling Bat Fest, Pecan Fest, Arts Fest, you name it. Veterans Day Parade, they would cancel it for no reason. But the soccer game because all the local government has tickets. One thing led to another, and I just started tweeting about Austin. And that's how I sort of got my claim to fame on Twitter. Again, at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. So Brad Swale, local legend, host of the Austin City Councilman podcast, hosted four fantastic hours of radio, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. this past uh, yesterday. Was it already yesterday? Friday morning. <clears throat> Shout out to Brad. But he invited me on the show two years ago. It was around end of August 2020. You can look at his uh, archives if you want to see the exact time that Teddy first went on. I think it was probably around August 20th, 2020, because with all the COVID stuff, I just naturally became inquisitive about what these grifters in charge of our awfully corrupt Austin city government are in charge of or, or what they're doing. And the local media here in Austin, top, I think it's the 11th biggest city, certainly top 20 cities in Texas, you know, one of the five biggest, you know, major states, New York, California, Florida, Texas, you put Texas in there with top three, two, California, Texas, probably one, two, New York. So I just became inquisitive. What the hell's going on? The media was just dropping the ball. They weren't covering everything, anything on the homeless camping explosion, the crime explosion, and you could just hear, I heard stories anecdotally, I saw just monitoring crime, various apps, you name it, and just hearing an increasing number of loud police sirens going out my window. I mean, you can't fake that if you're in Central Austin. That's what really pissed me off is just hearing all the sirens, hearing gunshots in Central Austin in a leafy, quiet neighborhood of Allendale Crestview walking my dog. 10 gunshots went off. And that terrified me. So, at the Walgreens that I went to. So, I started tweeting about the city council agenda. And Brad invited me on again. Probably went on the show a couple dozen times just about the just about the city council agenda. Went over it every 2 weeks with a fine tooth comb. Probably went on the show a total of 80 times, Brad's, Brad's show, if you're interested in uh, the Teddy Archives, diving in. So I personally, not to toot my own horn, but I've saved more money for Austin taxpayers. I can just name two things off the top of my head. The Sherry Matthews $15 million COVID contract hoax 
Even got a shout-out from Adam Lowy, local billboard lawyer extraordinaire, uh, the mayor of Twitter, as Brad likes to call him, um, and the MEA promos. That was my big claim to fame. That was around end of August 2020. I think that's actually when Brad first invited me on. The MEA promos, $3.9 million total front fraudulent account um, uh, uh, item on the Austin City Council agenda when it was all Democrats. Mackenzie Kelly wasn't even on there to sniff around and check out what was going on, call their bluff. I drove out to Cedar Park on the way out to the lake to go swimming with my dog, figured out, hey, I might as well just look and see what this company is, see if it even exists. It was a mailbox in the post office, Cedar Creek, Cedar Park post office, just a little mailbox so they could launder checks. Teddy blew it up. Blue Canaries was in her prime in Twitter and had a ton of followers, I think over 10,000 at that time, at least 8,000. And so she saw that I nailed it and nailed them, and they postponed it that week, three days later, and then they pulled it from the thing. So $15 million for, for Sherry Matthews. I definitely got major accolades. Ask anyone in Austin. $15 million saved with the taxpayers and uh, for the taxpayers. And then the $3.8 million <clears throat> for MEA promos, that's $18.9 million. Right there. We'll round it up. $19 million I've saved. Folks, this one, I am almost 100% positive. This bomb that I just dropped on austintexastimes.com. You can go to it right now. It's in soft launch mode. I still am working on the website. I'm teaching myself as I go back off. Don't criticize it. I know the sidebar looks weird. But this one that I found on, on this week's agenda, which is coming up Thursday, July 28th marathon meeting of 193 agenda items they even have a midnight snack built into the agenda that's how long they're planning on staying there and you know it's convenient they buried all the shady just like these bastards always do they added the addendum you know they'll put the agenda out and then i always look at the addendum first if i'm if i'm looking at it and the addendum's out i'll go backwards that's how these despicable little rats operate they'll shove the most portacular corrupt outrageous stuff at the end guess where this item that i'm 99 percent positive right now i just released a nine tweet thread on twitter sent this to some people i'm hoping it's blown up as we speak and i just had to record this emergency podcast uh to announce the site and announce this this story because again teddy with this certainly this will put me up to 23 or 24 million. This is 4.3 million. We said it was 19. That's more than all of the awful Austin media hacks. You know, top 20 American city, which is on the level of their news of Shreveport, Louisiana, I would say I've been around. Um, maybe a Des Moines, Iowa, or a, a Medford, Oregon. I'd say Medford. Medford local news. Um they're just awful. So Teddy Roosevelt, in his spare time, just being a watchful citizen. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to inspire other people because there is so much pork and grift. There's at least half a million dollars for four people to paint murals. Imagine that. Imagine if it takes you three months, let's just say, to paint a wall, to buy all the paint, <clears throat> get the supplies, get ladders, whatever, and you take your time and, and spend 90 days painting that wall. You're going to get a $100,000 check. From the city of Austin, the equivalent of like a four hundred thousand, almost a half million dollar a year salary to paint a wall. I mean, you're going to get two years of income. The a, a medium family of four, I think a medium family of four makes forty eight thousand bucks. But folks, this is the big bombshell I'm about to drop. That's on the top of AustinTexasTimes.com. Is Austin wants to hire a scandal ridden California nonprofit called Urban Alchemy. I'm telling you folks, I've been studying the homeless industrial complex. This is the most scandal-ridden, sketchy, shady, shocking, outrageous organization I've seen in the entire homeless industrial complex, which, keep in mind, I always say this is the only in industry in America I've ever heard of where the worse you do at your job, the more money they give at you. And this company, Urban Alchemy, these scammers, uh, are the biggest embodiment of 
the homeless industrial complex grifting machine that I've ever seen. City of Austin, just um, KXAN, the uh, local NBC affiliate here. And I'm urging people who usually tune into Teddy for National and Local, this is going to reveal a lot about how you have to get involved locally in local government. And I have friends in Philly, Phoenix. Phoenix has gone through some political turmoil. Philly's always been corrupt as hell. Um, you got to call them out. And it can just one citizen. And I encourage other people, take some inspiration because there's so much stuff on here from murals to homeless hotels. This is just what I have seen, just the whole concept and idea of Urban Alchemy managing the downtown homeless shelter called Arch. It's notorious for all kinds of crime and shooting and there's a bunch of people down on their luck all in the sidewalk, the dirty sidewalk. And it's just, there's drugs and prostitution and all kinds of nefarious activity in and around there so it was handled by a local nonprofit called front steps and uh front steps decided to quote reorganize internally city council of austin ended the agreement july 18th last week they said just a few days ago they said hey we're gonna um invite 10 people in here i think it was nine or ten people to present to take over from front from front steps to run the arch downtown. And this is a $4.3 million contract. Then somebody else called him the next day on the 19th. Then it says in the RFP that you can see I have links to on Austin, Texas Times. Click. There's probably about 80 links to all of the controversial scandals, their financial reports, everything that will blow your mind. And um, I mean, this is the, one of the most controversial... You know if they're controversial in California with all the crazy homeless stuff they have in San Francisco and that's where they're based out of. Literally the city with the worst reputation and the city with the worst per capita homeless problem in America, that's who also wants to hire. So just look at the vetting process on the RFP or how they awarded it and the links there. It's number item 191 or uh, 190. I'm sorry. Think about that. There's 193 ridiculous items on this week's agenda this coming thursday july 28th people better get on the phone and freaking raise hell i'll tell you that item 190 it's 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 the third from the last one so you there's all kinds of ske sketchy shit at the end um so anyways they're gonna vote on this in what five days so you ready to hear about urban alchemy get your get your popcorn ready okay you can you can pause the teddy Roosevelt show right now because we're about to drop some bombs. We're talking 300, 500, maybe 800 megaton nuclear journalistic bomb solidifying Teddy's role as certainly, as far as numbers, dollar sign, 25 million bucks, name on any other citizen in America locally who has single-handedly delivered that with the proof. Ask around if you haven't heard. First red flag, Urban Alchemy employs convicted felons to run their outreach program. That's right, the Pacific uh, Sun reports that most of Urban Alchemy's 1,100 employees have served life sentences in prison after being convicted of serious felonies. So, I mean, what better people to man mentor and manage the homeless community than a bunch of convicted felons? Oh, it doesn't sound like a workout? You guys have no idea. Um, these people were plying the very, you know, they were in charge of supervising three different camps in San Francisco. They were supervising a camp in Sausalito, Sausalito, California, one of my favorite little towns right on the San Francisco Bay, right across from San Francisco. I lived in San Francisco for a year, one of my favorite cities ever. And I'm really, I haven't been back there in eight years and I can't believe it breaks my heart to see the state of San Francisco, my favorite city to walk, eat, hang out, just, it's it's epic and all the stuff you can do within 90 minutes. So I'm saying this, I'm reporting on this out of love for the city of San Francisco and the city of Austin. This is not hate towards anyone. I am just saying, I want to clarify this, that there's something called tough love and compassionate love and all these people are doing is just encouraging awful behavior and zero responsibility they're just enabling them and the, the whole thing is a grifting machine 
it's all a bunch of cronyism between Mayor London Breed and the founder of Urban Alchemy and the director. I'll get to that. But just to give you an idea of their sort of mantra, go to their go to their website. And I've got plenty of links on that. Again, austintexastimes.com. Brand new website, soft launch this week with a bombshell. It says on their website, a person who is unkempt and screaming in the middle of the street might be an alarming sight, but they're probably not a danger to anyone other than themselves. Most people confuse feeling uncomfortable with feeling unsafe. So they're they're almost blaming you. Hey, if someone's screaming in the middle of the street, you might be afraid, but they're probably not a danger to anyone. Most people confuse that comfortable, you know, uncomfortable feeling with with being unsafe. So you're just feeling uncomfortable. It's 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 a feeling problem with you. Don't be alarmed when you see a naked vagrant on meth, you know, screaming at the moon on Sixth Street with a brick in their hand or a anyone who follows the local news, machete, brick, baseball bat, metal pole, tree branch, rocks. Anything that can be used as a weapon has been used. Machete is a, is probably the number one. Pickaxe, crowbar. I mean, dude, it is out of control. So Urban Alchemy's website, their whole mantra is we're going to give these convicted felons who, again, most of them were sentenced to life in prison. This is Pacific Sun reporting. There's probably about, I, I think, five or six different newspapers that are websites that I've sorted on this uh, that I've that I've sourced on this website, folks. They have been causing controversy all since their inception. And the crazy thing, like I said about these grifters, the worst job they do, the more money they make. They started off in 2018 making like 300,000 bucks cleaning toilets. The director of the homeless in San Francisco says, "Hey, may, maybe we'll let them." Uh, take care of these three homeless camps in town. Guess what he did? They get the contract, whoop, he quits his job and goes to run director of Urban Alchemy. So he does the sweetheart deal inside and then jumps over to the organization that he just totally negotiated the deal with or, or you know, just facilitated it, made it happen. And oh, by the way, the CEO and founder, she goes back with London Breed and they've been doing deals together. Um, she's been in the homeless industrial complex her whole life, this woman. And we're going to get to both of them. So they got a half million dollar contract for six months, January to June of this year, from Sausalito City Council to run their homeless encampment right across from San Francisco Bay, right on the water there. And the crazy thing is, I mean... When they take over a camp, they have chain link fences with locks around them. And check it out with all their camps. They have two rules that most shelters, hardly any shelters have. One, you can stay as long as you want. You can lay around, do whatever, as long as you want. Two, you can do drugs. You can smoke, inject, and snort drugs without any fear of ramification, arrest, or or anything. Don't worry, the guards have Narcan, and they usually save like one death, uh, overdose death per week. So... You can just do drugs to your heart con- heart's content in in these uh, in these encampments. Gee, do you think that's good for the citizens in the community of San Francisco? So they have their tents up on an elevated platform, and that's what that's what Austin Austin is inviting this, where they're like, "Hey, you can just sit here and do drugs inside and lay around all day, and we got Narcan for you." And don't worry, it's all convicted felons. Who, by the way, they also bring drugs and sell and do drugs, and they also sexually exploit and have sex with the female prisoners. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. So here it is right now. Pacific Sun, Sausalito homeless residents. There's 10 of them making serious allegations. This is just from last month, June 1st, 2022. So these allegations came out last month, June 1st edition of the Pacific Sun. And here we are in July, July 18th. City of Austin wants to award these people 4.3 million bucks. Allegations include Urban Alchemy staff members frequently doing drugs on the job, including snorting meth and smoking marijuana dabs out in the open. They sexually exploited homeless residents. The president of the Marin County Homeless Union told the Pacific Sun, once the city increased the contract, we had all these new Urban Alchemy people coming and going. They don't have name tags on, and some were pretty confrontational. 
there's a lot more anonymity and a lot more opportunity for exploitation and it turned dark. Anonymity, exploitation, and it turned dark. Is that what you want from the out-of-state California homeless agency coming to Austin to run the homeless thing? Four, four different people said Urban Alchemy employees brought methamphetamine into the camp, either for personal use or to share with the campers. Um, one of the employees, Josh, his name was, you can read all about him and see his photo on the, on the link there to the Pacific Sun. He had plenty of white supremacist symbol tattoos, so I don't know how he was treating people of various races. Um, they had to transfer staff members after they got in a fight, called a woman a bitch and a whore. That is the supervisor of the camp calling a, a woman at the camp, a bitch and a whore, Another camp resident said, I did a line of meth with an Urban Alchemy guy uh, of crystal meth and a rolled up $20 bill. And then he said I could keep the bill. Um, another camp member said uh, the guy Steve-O would drop off drugs to a woman. He had sex with a female camper in the tent next to the tent that he was in. These are allegations, folks, from seven weeks ago. And in light of all that, talk about a lack of a vetting process. This is... Stuff that you could just do a do a duck 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 go search for urban alchemy criticism, <laughs> and within the first two pages of results, I think that I don't even know if I had to uh, do do much further research. Well, into their website, of course, and into their financial records, they have links, and there's links to all this on AustinTexasTimes.com. But you want to talk about begging for potential lawsuits? They are hiring a rogue unlicensed oh that's right they they classify themselves as a charity even though literally the language in the contract says they're going to provide security services if you're going to do if you're going to supply right, let me let me get into their legal situation first i'm sort of going through this article they've had six lawsuits filed against them 450 employees have, uh did a class action lawsuit against them um led by a guy who said it was dangerous he was he there was no training a to de-escalate it. And um, there was stabbing, shootings, violence, and he felt his life was in danger. That's the guy who led the class action lawsuit. Three of the individuals, the actual homeless, are suing the organization because of the stuff that that happened in Sausalito. So it, 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 it is crazy. San Francisco's already awarded Urban Alchemy $41 bucks in highly criticized... Very suspicious. No bid contracts. Why was it no bid? COVID. They didn't want to entertain too many people over Zoom, I guess, or work too hard from home. So they just gave it to people who oh, just happened to work for the city. And they started this brand new thing where they went from $380,000 in revenue in 2018, cleaning the toilets, to $41 million. I think this year's budget's $43 million that they've gotten. From three hundred thousand to forty-three million, and their staff ballooned from like a couple hundred to over a thousand. Did I mention convicted felons? So San Francisco Examiner says, despite the fact Urban Alchemy is receiving tens of millions of dollars in taxpayer money from city coffers, the operation remains stubbornly mysterious and opaque. That's the whole thing, and and I've got the financial records. Got the financial records. Oh, did I mention an Urban Alchemy Street ambassador got shot in front of the homeless uh, camp near City Hall in February? That was five months ago, trying to stop two men from selling drugs. Um, so under California law, let's go to the security thing real quick. There's a loophole that says charities that are organized and maintained for the public good are exempted from private patrol license requirements. But the San Francisco Standard, another one of the news sources that I cited here, that, again, this company is the most criticized, scandal-ridden company in California. Like, it had to be some sort of backroom deal or something because there's no way. If you wanted to pick the worst company to come in fresh off of a major scandal of selling and doing drugs at the camp, these are the counselors and having sex and calling the female campers a bitch and a whore. Dude, so here's what they skip around. If, in that in that role, 
most most companies that are structured like uh, Urban Alchemy, there's an extensive licensing process, extensive licensing process for anyone in that security private patrol thing. There's exclusive. There's 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 serious training. There's FBI background checks in California that are required. That's for anyone who's classified as a watchman, guard, patrol person, or other person to protect persons or property or to prevent theft, unlawful taking, or loss. So that is exactly what Urban Alchemy is. They are standing guard, these convicted felons, in 24-hour shifts rotating every eight hours outside of the outside of the uh, um, the camps. So they have fi- they fa- found a loophole, Urban Alchemy. All right, we're going to qualify as a public benefit corporation or a charity. And so their whole thing is they classify the organization as we employ long-term offenders as Urban Alchemy practitioners. So they call them practitioners to provide clean and safe public facilities in urban areas. So you'll never see Urban Alchemy mention anything in their docs. However, the San Francisco Standard looked through the city records, confronted the representatives from Urban Alchemy and the city officials, and they both acknowledged that the nonprofit is providing security services that would normally fit California's definition of activities that would normally be regulated. So everyone, there's, there's so many people who've written opinion pieces that are pissed off and they're demanding a full investigation into their finances. Wait till we get to their finances. So again, you're tuned in to episode number 16 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. This is a special, I, my, my voice is hoarse. I've been talking to friends and researching this and I was going to have some fun today. And then, oh my God, I took one look at that agenda um, when I was eating lunch. And, I, and, and then I saw this and then I started doing research. And the next thing you know, I had to write this. And, and let people know because there's way there's probably 30 or 40 million other dollars that I can go over um this is the worst though just the whole thing so they're 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 passing over they their whole thing is we're not dealing with all the licensing the training and the FBI background checks sorry we're a charity you know what they call them street ambassadors they're street ambassadors they're practitioners don't you dare call them security or guard or patrol. They are such a in-your-face organization. Their motto for all the kids out there, I don't even, it's no effery. So N-O space effery. And they abide by that trademark so much, or the, the that, that motto so much that they applied for an official trademark. I'm not kidding. For their own, it's like the Ghostbusters symbol over the word effery it's the ugliest thing i've ever seen it's in the footer of their website go to austintexastimes.com and you can see it so let's go to their financial records and then we'll go into the owners of this place and then we're calling it so we're, we got two more segments of this episode and again this is just dedicated to this then we'll probably do a little sneak preview at the very end of some other agenda items that other people if they want to put their encyclopedia brown hat on Sherlock Holmes hat and maybe snoop around and see what you can see. I'll give you a couple tips, but otherwise I'm going to I'm going to keep cranking it. So this California scandal-ridden nonprofit Ur- Urban Alchemy, their their they their revenue has increased 500% in 2 years. But their charity navigator page is missing all the financial information. Their guide star page is missing all the financial information. They've requested extensions from the IRS when they confront the CEO about her salary. She bristles, even though there's like codes in the San Francisco law where, hey, if your CEO is getting over a quarter million bucks, you have to have two public board meetings. You have to publish your minutes. We have to know what the hell is going on if the city's giving you this money. So check this out. None of the money, hardly, it's it's under 5% of the money. I think it's closer to four. Goes to the actual homeless. So the revenue for fiscal year 2022, I got the link up on uh, AustinTexasTimes.com, 43 million bucks. The thousand convicted felons, they take 35 million. So that's their personal expenditures. So 35 million out of 43 million goes to the felons guarding the gates outside of the camps. Administrative expenses, like for their CEO, for their offices downtown, catered lunches, six million bucks. So 
just to pay the felons and just to pay the office people, the corporate people, that is $41 million of the $43.4 million. That leaves the money left over for the homeless after Urban Alchemy pays themselves a measly $2.2 million bucks out of $43 million. $41 million they're taking for themselves and then $2.2 million left to actually put up some chain link fences. It's absolute. There's other people in charge of food. There's other people in charge of sanitation. I, they're just in charge of, of that. It's a whole giant industrial, homeless industrial complex. And San Francisco's the poster child for it. That it's That's why it's so outrageous. So you'll see there's a link. You can check out their financials. If I'm wrong, leave me a comment. I don't even know if I turn the comments on Austin, Texas Times. I, I don't know if I want to hear from jabronis. Um, shoot me a tweet at, at underscore Teddy Roosevelt, or I think I'm going to have this on my Substack too. I think I have to because it's the podcast. So teddybroosevelt.substack.com. Do you want the fresh episode before anybody else? Like 20 or 30 minutes? Go there. teddybroosevelt.substack.com. Sign up. You'll get everything as soon as it hits the, hits the wire. So yeah, no wonder San Francisco looks like dog shit because in 2022, because... 95% of the money is going to the homeless industrial complex grifters and only 5% actually goes to the homeless. And oh, by the way, they're just, you know, endorsing awful behavior. There's no talk of drug rehabilitation. In fact, it's uh, do all the drugs you want. That's part of their whole policy. That's why they're quote unquote successful because campers feel safe with the chain link fence, a bunch of convicted felons around who are going to look the other way. And if they run out of meth, they probably deal on the side. So San Francisco Examiner discovered a city document that listed the Urban Alchemy founder and CEO Lena Miller's salary and questioned her longtime relationship with the mayor. Okay, this is a white woman I feel like I need to mention because they're, they're going to bring up racism. She just bristles back. You'll see all the quotes there. But you can, and I also have a photo of a tweet where it's like London Breed and her at a party. So it gets worse. Uh, last November, the first homelessness chief in the, in, the, in the history of San Francisco, his name is Jeff Kozitsky, the whitest dude you've ever seen with white curly hair and Harry Potter, like the only like late 50s, early 60s dude I've ever seen. Like, unironically sporting, like, little kid circular Harry Potter glasses, like, on a non-Halloween um, event. So, this guy was the guy, Jeff Kozitsky. He's working as the first homelessness chief in San Francisco. He says to his colleagues, hey, how about we give Urban Alchemy a bigger expanded role? They're only providing mobile outdoor bathrooms. This is early 2018. Um... He helps Urban Alchemy land a couple no-bid contracts. And uh, those are now up to $68 million. It's $43 million this year. He bolts from his role and then goes to work for the Urban Alchemy. Are you kidding me? That's one of the worst examples of cronyism. And I live in Austin, Texas. I got a link to his LinkedIn profile so you can see. I mean, he went from director of the San Francisco Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing to director of the Healthy Streets Operations Center for the City and County of San Francisco, and then chief growth officer for Urban Alchemy. So this guy's got he, him pronouns, total San Francisco fart sniffer, getting high off his own farts. So the reporters in San Francisco start calling him and criticizing him and asking him like questions about his their shady financial record, the all the rumors of meth de dealing and... He goes, now check it out. The CEO's a white woman and founder a white woman. He's the whitest dude I've ever seen. He goes, I think when you have an organization that's being run pri by primarily black men who've been in prison for 10 or more years, you're held up to a different level of scrutiny. When I'm feeling dark about the world, that's what I think. So he, as a white dude in San Francisco, pulls the race card because I, uh, uh, for most of the photos, it looks like they hire a lot of black people who are convicted felons. So he's saying, oh, it's run by them. No, you're running it, actually. You're the chief growth, growth officer, the founder and CEO. They're both white. 
So imagine the audacity and the nerve of this asshole to, you know, go out and pull. Hey, the only reason you're criticizing is because we're run by black people. So he, it's 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 almost like they just reverse engineered it for it. So I've got a photo of this clown, Jeff Kaczynski. Oh my God, he is the worst. You're only criticizing our company that's run by white people because black people are in charge here, I wrote. I mean, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. With the no fuckery, effery... Sorry, I hope I don't I don't get bleeped off there, kicked off on a, one of the streaming channels. Sorry, I'm running out of juice, folks. Teddy Roosevelt here with the 16th episode of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. We're announcing the bombshell story exclusively on austintexastimes.com on this podcast... It's usually available through Substack, too. And I'm proud to say it's on iHeartRadio for the people who wanted me to put it on iHeart. I can see the little distribution of links and people, whatever they have, their preferred streaming service. Some people like Spotify, some Apple, some TuneIn. All the iHeart people, I got your back. So they're they're just saying in San Francisco, like, this company has getting is getting lucrative city contracts to carry out ambiguous and possibly illegal duties. They're really going after the fact that they're not trained. These security, they, they should be getting background checks and trained instead of people who would totally fail, probably a background check or you name it. They're running the show. It's literally the inmates running the asylum. I mean, if this isn't the inmates running the asylum, what the hell is? So... That's the one thing is that it's very vague and opaque. Another San Francisco Examiner editorial. Leadership hasn't issued a, a detailed plan. There's no deliverables. There's no measurables. There's no benchmark or apparent record keeping whatsoever. Forget about accurate financial oversight. I mean, if you just look at their spreadsheet, it is the worst spreadsheet. For a nonprofit worth $43 bucks. it literally... Looks like someone just taught themselves like the basic things of Excel. Like, and the, the, just the way the spreadsheet's laid out, I'm like, seriously, like, did someone's grandma do that? It's like they, they, or someone figured out how to sum some columns. That's about it, but it is a laughable thing. So I even have some quotes from Reddit on there just so you get the full spectrum. I mean, San Francisco and California media is pretty freaking liberal on the political spectrum, folks. So you know if Urban Alchemy is getting this type of blowback and analysis and then these jerk-offs are pulling the race card, white people are saying, ah, you're just criticizing us because we're run by black men. Give me a break. San Francisco Redditors saying they, they bring meth into homeless camps. They're totally useless. They uh, you know The one guy's in the tenderloin for work. It's a notoriously... Uh, drug-fueled neighborhood in, in downtown San Francisco. They just stand on the corner and smoke blunts. What a joke of, an, of a nonprofit. Maybe they need to vet the felons they hire. Uh, another person says, I've noticed the Urban Alchemy guys do drugs on their own or with the denizens of the camp. Weed, smoking other drugs, dealing crack, meth, and ducking into a tent to lay down and relax. I've seen Urban Alchemy guys loudly catcall at the women passing by and comment on their bodies for the whole block to hear. And then, lo and behold, someone reaches the conclusion, well, you have a a crew that's staffed with formerly incarcerated criminals. Some are going to use the money we're giving them um, for doing basically nothing and take it. Some people make themselves better, and others are going to use it to go back to their evil ways and continue to victimize helpless people. That's the whole thing is where is these people in charge of Austin City Council profess to have compassion for the homeless residents. I think the last count was 3,100 homeless. Most people think it's closer to five or even six or seven thousand. It's whack-a-mole right now. I mean, they're moving them off the south by southwest. They cleaned up a lot of the downtown areas. Now all the parks here a lot of them anywhere where there's trees and it's just scary like for a woman or anyone back there because you could just have deranged evil people on meth and they have a gun give me all your stuff or i'm blanking you you know you're gonna get you know give me everything in your tent now there's no law or order so now you want to bring in this scandal ridden 
company that's literally well when they get criticized they say it's black men who are convicted felons that are dealing drugs doing drugs i mean this is the most outrageous inmates running the asylum thing i don't care what color of skin they are seriously that i'm just saying it because these assholes pulled the race card and they're white if that doesn't get you just you know just tell you the the level of just arrogance and corruption like how can you sleep you're pulling the race card and you're a white ceo and a, and a white director so that those are the details folks there's a ton of links to every single thing that i just said about these grifters from the fact that only five percent of the money is left over for the homeless to the fact that they have the worst reputation and track record to they're not even trained there's no background checks they're convicted felons, and out of all the nonprofits across Texas and from coast to coast, the city of Austin has decided to give them, after entertaining 10 different companies and then, or 10 different organizations, and then an 11th one called, and then somehow it says Urban Alchemy slipped in. It doesn't say if they were one of the original 10 or they ele- and the, and the 11th. But at the last second, like on the 20th or 21st, right before it got added to the very end of the freaking agenda. Whoop! Hey, Urban Alchemy, that's the winner. Ding, 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 ding. We all voted for it. Urban Alchemy wins. So, total, total, total grift show, folks. I'm running out of juice here. 10.09 p.m., Saturday night special spectacular bombshell dedicated to this brand new story on Austin, Texas Times. I think I'll leave you with a little sneak preview of what else I saw on this ridiculous agenda and bookmark the website because I'm going to just rapid fire some 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 stories tomorrow and I got to figure out how to pin the Urban Alchemy bombshell story at the top. So again, if you got WordPress skills, you're local. I got to vet you out in person. Make sure you're not a uh, make sure you're, you're on Teddy's Teddy's side. Send me a DM at Teddy Roosevelt on Twitter. So the rest of the agenda. What do we got? The one of the funniest things is uh, uh, the Metro bike. They want to spend uh, it was like fourteen point seven million dollars just to lease some bikes for for five years and run uh, you know the the touch screens. Fourteen million. And I did some math. I'll definitely have a tweet about it, or uh, I'm gonna write a little. It'll be in my top five or ten outrageous items. I think that's how I'm gonna do it. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, it was like, you could buy 50000 You could buy a ton of... You could buy a, like a, a $200 bike or a $150 bike for like one out of every eight people in Austin. So when you figure the people who do have a bike and they love bikes already and the people who don't want to ride a bike around downtown, like you could give every... Like you could give like one out of... It might even be one out of five, like 50,000 out of 500,000. It was something that made me laugh my ass off. But you could literally give somebody like, you at at that, with that purchasing power, you could buy so many bikes at 150 bucks a bike. Um, or you could get you could get it down like with Giant or one of these companies and get them a $50 bike lock and just give away like 20,000 bikes. It's an insane number that you could get for 147 million bucks you could get a ton of people bikes so why are we leasing them they're just gonna have to do it again bikes have a shelf life if you just maintenance maintenance and take care of them you know sometimes you got to replace what the shocks or the um tires you maybe get yourself a more comfortable seat depending on how much you ride it but man bike maintenance that's the best part about owning a bike is you hardly have to do anything just keep everything oiled and and you're good to go you could drive ride that thing for decades so why releasing that murals like i mentioned in the beginning hundred thousand bucks to do a mural how long does it take to do a mural i guess you had to prep it first maybe with some primer and then you go to town two months three months even if it's 90 days let's just say a hundred thousand bucks you're getting the equivalent of four hundred thousand dollars a year to paint a freaking wall and like four or five people are getting that like a half million dollars there's people struggling right now with inflation and gas, who has money and how many artists would would do it for free or a lot less just to have the canvas for Instagram or to show their friends and family or just have the pride that they got to do it? 
$100,000 to paint a wall. I mean, for an artist? I mean, most artists would do that, and if it's taking you three months, come on. That's, I mean, twenty dollars or $30,000 is incredibly generous. That would be the equivalent of a six-figure salary to paint a wall. If you're an artist, like twenty or thirty in a in a shot, that's a good that's a good good hit. I, I, these these grifters are out of their mind. I mean, there's much more magnanimous, massive, outrageous items um, that are a much higher dollar amount. Dollar amount. Everyone here in Austin is, I'm sure, familiar with Candlewood, the Candlewood Suites from Williamson County suing Austin and. They've had court hearings, and Austin bought, for those of you who aren't in Texas, Austin bought a, uh, a hotel to turn into a homeless camp in a nice part of North Austin for, I think it was like 11 million bucks. And there's a huge controversy because there's a hotel right next to there, and it actually spurred the woman owner, and she's running for judge, um... RuPaul Chadori, I believe I have her last name correct. RuPaul, if you're listening, hi. So, I've been out there a couple times, just like, it's not fair for them. They started losing clients right away because they don't want to stay next to a homeless tent. So, this week, this Thursday's agenda, guess what? They already paid $11 bucks, And then what? Somebody broke in. Remember, it was a huge scandal. I think it was like two months ago. Some of the homeless people in the camp in the back came in and just smashed and broke all the, pulled the wiring out, pulled the TV out, smashed stuff. They just trashed the whole place. So now City of Austin's going to spend, I think it's $8.8 million, $9 million bucks to refurbish the hotel. So they would have sunk $20 million bucks already from acquiring the property to refurbishing it 20 million freaking dollars and it looked like it was in pretty decent shape when i was out there i mean how much more souped up are you getting it for the homeless i mean shouldn't it just be like dorm room type environment do they get a tv or shouldn't we have a free library down there like or they can stream stuff on their phone or dude how much does it have to be refurbished why did they not have security after they bought it and allow it to get trashed. I mean, that's a big asset if it's 11 million bucks and you got security people around. So you don't even have cameras or anything to alert what's going on. So that's just a microcosm of how awfully this city is managed. There's trash. People haven't been down here in a while. Trash on the highways. Uh, the cops are so defunded. They've already way, way back in the day shut down like the DUI and just the traffic patrol. You don't see any police on the road unless they have the sirens and lights on going to a 911 call. There's no proactive policing or making sure somebody's not flying 50 miles through a 15 mile an hour school zone. It's just you see some people driving like NASCAR, um, like one a day. If you're driving like 15 miles, you'll see somebody just driving like putting themselves and everyone else at risk. So there's no cops um, available. The 911 calls are, you're on hold for 10 minutes. Can you imagine that? It used to be by the second ring, second or third ring. I mean, I think that's the standard, the national standard is like by three rings. You, you should never have to wait 10 minutes. Um, and the response, I mean, you're, you're on hold and then the response, and oh, by the way, if you're a victim of a crime and the criminal's not in the area, that's a 311 call. That's on you. You don't even have the comfort of a police officer coming out to take your report. Maybe get some sort of sense. Maybe someone's going to be checking in. No, there's no detectives. Everyone's demoralized. There's no detectives investigating if your catalytic converter got stolen. Are you kidding me? If it's stolen, you're following a 311 report. If you hear the guy slicing off your catalytic converter, and you catch him in the act, and you've got him on video, and you got him on your phone camera, and he runs away in the getaway car, and then the cops, you call 911, and you say, oh, I've got all this evidence. They're like, sorry, that's a 311 call. People voted for this. I mean, people voted for this. So the homeless uh, stuff alone, I mean, there's probably about 40 for 50 million bucks. I'll leave you with this. There are at least three declared emergencies 
they always keep to, I mean, even Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, he just extended it. Do you know that? For 30 more days. Why? I mean, dude, either you're vaxxed or not, you're wearing masks or not, you're at home or you're not, everyone's done with it. So they declare like three or four emergencies. And it's because they get to do stuff without oversight and without checks and balances. They get to go into secret meetings. They get to work from home. Um, There's still a ton of COVID restrictions. If you're a speaker, there's still guidelines of what you have to do in order to speak. And they like it that way. They want to keep their distance from the peons. They are in the ivory tower making the world's worst decisions. And you just have to take it. And people have to wake up. The election's coming up in November. And a lot of people are bitching about the rent increase up 25%. Oh my God, my property taxes are up 25%. Uh, my energy bill, Austin Energy's up 15%. Or they just announced a rate hike where all the peop- the low-paying customers get shafted. And the corporate customers and high-paying customers, biggest suckers of energy, get the discount. I mean, you're voting for this. The Project Connect, how many people voted for Project Connect for a train to nowhere that maybe on the, if you're, if you're super optimistic, it'll be done by 2044 with the tunnel, shovel hasn't even hit the ground yet for any of this. And uh, they haven't got the federal funding yet. They still don't even know if it's feasible to build the, the, the tunnel. People voted for that. It's already ballooned from 7.2 million to... I think it's ten and a half. Oh, billion. I'm sorry, I said million. I'm sorry. That's a billion with a B. Ten point two billion bucks. So it's already going to go up. It's going to be Austin, the Austin, Texas version of the Boston Big Dig. Do a Wikipedia search on that Boston Big Dig. Just one of the most outrageous public works projects ever. This is going to be even worse. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um. If they were smart, they would put it back on the ballot because right now they're like, sorry, inflation is going to keep going up and the labor shortage is happening and the price of materials. Oh, by the way, how do you think steel and renting a bulldozer and diesel fuel to power all this loud machinery to dig giant holes under the lake? How much do you think that's going to cost? This thing's going to be like 40 or 50 billion. The citizens signed up for 7 billion, which was already outrageous in a 25% tax increase. The loopholes in there that they can keep jacking it up and jacking it up. So anyone who voted for Project Connect, Prop A, you and, and you can't bitch if your if the reason why you got priced out of Austin is your rent went up twenty five percent because you you pass that on to your landlord. Like the last thing the landlord wants to do, like if there's no inflation and everything's equal, they sign the lease. They're happy to you know just get a mild whatever it is two point five percent increase. 50 bucks one year, 50 bucks the next year, like nothing too outrageous. No one's no one's shocked or outraged. It's just the general, you know, inflation goes up 2%. Now it's going up 25%, especially in Austin, the housing, like more like 30, 40, or 50%, depending on where it is. It's starting to level out, I think, but Austin was like the poster child for a huge growth. So hopefully a lot of these people are sweat. They're just, they're just hating this summer. Um, and, and they're going to move back to California. So, folks, you're listening to the Teddy Roosevelt Show. Sorry, folks, I'm running out of steam. I usually have a ton of energy, but I had to research. As soon as I saw this item on the page, and then I did a little research, and I saw the KXAN story, too. So, folks, th- th- there's just so much more that I'm going to go over. I'll probably do a special exclusive one more Austin dedicated show. I think I'm really thinking about spinning off for the loyal Teddy Roosevelt listeners, keeping Teddy on a national and world geopolitical global stage and uh, spinning off the Austin one and just doing like maybe 100 episodes from now until November and just seeing if I can wake some people up and talk some logic. And common sense and truth, because you're talking to someone who was a registered Democrat in Austin. You can look it up a decade ago, and they just drove me away. They're out of they're out of their minds. And who wants to struggle and be stressed about inflation and crime? 
Those are two big things. If you don't feel safe going out downtown, you don't feel safe in the domain, upscale place here in Austin, there's shootings in the domain. That'll put a damper on your desire to go out on a Friday or Saturday night, won't it? If you're ducking and running into the back, so not knowing if it's a psycho shooter or just a, two guys who disrespected each other on the way out of the door. So... It, it, it is clown world. So people just have to realize, you know, you get what you voted for. You voted for a 25% tax increase if you voted for Pro- Project Connect that the landlord is not going to eat. And you can't expect them to eat, especially when they had tenants. They're going to pass that on. You voted for it. What do you want them to do? It's like a restaurant. You know, if everything went up and you voted for Biden to get rid of gas and fossil fuels to get the seafood to your sushi place and the Uber driver and Uber has to charge more because they can't find enough drivers because it's too expensive for gas to make money. You know, next thing you know, you're just paying a penalty. You, you just self-enforced a penalty on yourself of 10, 15, 20, 30% across the board. Then just waiting in line and inconvenience and like the level of customer service that you just see across the board is it's 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 disgusting like the lack of customer service skills it's just a a lot of people spent too much time in front of a screen behind a mask especially screen time folks get out there get some vitamin d eat healthy eat your fruits and vegetables broccoli it might not taste as good as uh home fries Try it for breakfast. You know what I like? Broccoli dipped in a little wasabi or mustard. A little gray mustard. It makes the makes the broccoli, but uh, anything like a Japanese or Chinese mustard, that's the best. Um, Austin, Texas Times, brand new website. You can check it out. TeddyBroosevelt.substack.com is the mothership for the podcast. Um, I am gonna spin off something with uh, with Austin, so. Get your popcorn ready, folks. I got to come up with a name. Probably going to be the Austin, Texas Times podcast straight off the dome. And uh, that'll be available across all the platforms. And Get your popcorn ready because my big announcement, too, is I've been talking about doing some videos. And I got to turn all this knowledge into a video and get it out there in the next 24 hours. So that'll be coming out, too. And I'm going to do a episode 17 tomorrow going over all the items so people who want to get involved want to get active i mean they there's a hundred million bucks i bet of just if we cut it all out with a black marker and just cancel it all out it wouldn't make a difference in anyone's lives it's just totally you know it would make a difference of the of the non-profits and the scammers and the real estate developers and all the backroom deals and it's just there's no accountability they're all opaque there's no transparency and they're just scammers and I know it and you can just see the financials see how they cry racism when they're white <laughs> I mean, that doesn't tell you about them so uh all right wrapping it up Saturday night July 23rd special edition Teddy Roosevelt show Austin Texas Times edition bombshell Austin wants to hire scandal ridden California nonprofit urban urban alchemy to run the freaking arch in downtown Austin on 6th Street. Literally one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. And if they pass it on this this Thursday's meeting, which is going to be 193 items, this is the 191st item. So, gee, I wonder if they saved it for last. I don't know how people get to speak. But, like, they scheduled the speakers right around or before a midnight snack. So they've gotten a lot of criticism here about the length of the meetings. Like... Mackenzie Kelly, the only Republican on there, like, I'm just too tired to even think about this stuff. It's literally midnight. That's when they want to vote on this. Like, they've they've, they've got a midnight snack baked in, and then, like, five or ten or a dozen items, and then Urban Alchemy comes up. So when Mackenzie's, like, gotta wake up and take care of her daughter the next day, and, like, her husband's gotta, you know, they have their morning routine. No, it's, like, three in the morning when they're voting on this scammy, scam, scam. If that doesn't tell you how these crooks operate, I don't know what the hell does, people. So, Teddy Roosevelt signing off. Hope you enjoyed the show. We got, we're just watering the garden, folks. If you gotta create a project on music, a 
think I have a new intro. I'm gonna have a new intro for the Teddy Bros Boat Show in my throat on this episode. So, just water your stuff every day. I don't care if you're writing, I don't care if you're playing guitar, synthesizer, you're making videos. You just gotta water it a little bit every single day. You wanna get involved? Austin, Texas Times, you got something to bring to the table? Hit me up at underscore Teddy Bros Vote. You can listen to this podcast everywhere Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. I put it up on Stitcher. I haven't checked to see if it's up there. I think I covers the basis, folks. If you can't get it that way, I don't even know what we can do. Um, I might put all the archives on YouTube, I will say that. And uh, we're going to call it right as it hits the hour mark. Episode 16, Teddy signing off. Good night, y'all.